Welcome back to the Matt Mosley Show presented by Central National Bank. Here's Matt Mosley. It is your old friend Matt Mosley with Stephen Simcox. We are joined now by the voice of the Lady Bears. It is uh, Bruce Geetson. And uh, Bruce is, uh, boy, in route to the Alamo City. Lots going on there. Bruce, welcome uh, to the Matt Mosley Show. Always love hearing you and listening to you. And now get a chance to, to visit with you. I just feel like uh, Barfield, he, he kind of hogs you a little bit. It was time for me to get to visit with Bruce Geetson. What, uh, right. how, have, how have you enjoyed your San Antonio experience? And what do you think this, uh, uh, this is going to be an interesting venue tonight over, I believe you're over at, uh, there's, there have been, boy, I've, I've seen games at Texas State down in San Marcos. I've seen them at uh, other venues. St. Mary's is kind of a cool venue. What do you, what do you think of some of these uh, places as you've made your way around San Antonio? Oh no! Oh no, Steve. Oh, okay. All right, so I'm going back. Well, goodness gracious, that sound. That's just such an awful sound to hear. Bruce Geetson, the voice of the Lady Bears, we gave him a nice intro. He may have gone into a low area there. On Why did 35. you just immediately pin him down like that? With what? What did I pin? With him such down a hard on? question. I know. I, I thought we were doing so well. You think he hung up? He just got angry. Oh, Bruce Geetson, come on. Come on, let's see if we can get him back, Steven. I mean, I would hate to have to to try to examine this game on my own with just my my basketball knowledge, but uh, we'll get Bruce back on. Steven's endeavoring to do Bruce that. Bruce is back speak. with us, Matt. Bruce, I'm sorry. I, maybe I'll ask you a different question if you prefer. We lost no, you there. No, it wasn't it the be... question, Matt. It wasn't the question. I promise. <laughs> we, we are looking forward to uh, to go in the arena. We've heard good things about it at St. Mary's and going from half of the Alamo Dome to uh, something Ooh. more reasonable. I think this arena seats about 36, 3,800 people, and we're hoping we're going to be close to the action. At the Alamo Dome, we were pretty far up. Uh, and, uh, and, you know, it's harder to see the numbers from, uh, on the, on the players' uniforms from 150 yards away. So, <laughs> well, I've been in that Alamo dome for different reasons for not only basketball back at when they played the final four, um, uh, men's tournament when Kansas won it over, uh, John Calipari's Memphis team, but for when the Cowboys used to train there, Bruce, and that place is not right. the most well-lit building in the world. So I, I do think it'll be fun to be at that. However you said, Gree or uh, that's, that'll be a fun, I think it'll be a fun atmosphere. Now, Bruce, can you think the fans, uh, the, now the men's side have been allowing like 22%, which is a weird number to come up with, uh, capacity. What have the crowds been like at, at the at least that first game you did? And what are you expecting this evening? You think some uh, you think some Lady Bears uh, fans will be able to get into the building? No, Matt. Uh, right now the NCAA is not selling tickets until you get to the Sweet 16 for the women's ah. tournament. And so only people who are in are friends and family of uh, the player list. You know the players get six uh, tickets per uh, per person and. That's the uh, that's the limit that they've gotten. So we had maybe 150 fans at the in the Alamo Dome the other day, and won't be much more than that here. And of course, your staff and managers and all that. So, but once Sweet 16 gets here and we get back at the Alamo Dome, I think you're going to see. I think the, they're doing 17 uh, percent of capacity that you can buy tickets, and so the public can get tickets. They can go online to NCAA's website and uh, try to get tickets. 
I'm 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 going to be the first one on there, Bruce. Thanks for updating us on that. That is uh, that's another inequity, I would say, because it does seem like we're getting some fans into the Benz tournament. Bruce Geetson joining us, the voice of the Lady Bears. He'll be calling that game against Virginia Tech, six o'clock tonight, ESPN two. But you want to listen to Bruce on uh, Shooter ninety two nine Shooter FM. Uh, you can hear he and uh, Maggie Davis Stinnett. So uh, that's going to be fun. Bruce, have you had a peek? Um, have you had a peek at the new weight rooms down there? Okay, you don't have to answer that. <laughs> <laughs> well, we, we, and the NCAA is not allowing broadcasters inside the bubble, so that's a All controlled right. environment. So we we come down and do the games and uh, and head back home, and and yeah. we're not allowed to be close to the team. We're doing all our interviews for the pregame show and postgame. We do those by phone or on Zoom, and so it's easy to feel a little bit detached from the action, but it, it is what it is. I mean, you can see what happens if you have one positive test. Uh, a, team's, uh, a team season can be over. Of course, we don't want that to happen. So I didn't get a chance to look in the white rooms, you know, and uh, I understand the food is just so-so. And But, you know, I was impressed the other day when the Lady Bears were talking about that and they were being asked in the media yeah. uh, in the pressers, and they were saying, you know, we're here to play basketball and continue the journey and win a championship. We're grateful for whatever we can get. They took the high road on that, and I thought that was mm-hmm. that was pretty impressive to see that happen. So, Well, just get, Bruce, get your lifting in in Central Texas and then, you know, head on in to, head on into San Antonio. You, won't, you don't need to. You've got great facilities uh, all around town there. Now, let's talk about this matchup a little bit. What have you been able to gather? Stephen Simcox has been telling, he's been talking about this post player for Virginia Tech, uh, and uh, Elizabeth is her first name, and uh, Kitley, I believe it is. Kitley, And yep. uh, put, Kitley. puts up some, yeah, puts up some big numbers. What are you, uh, what have you learned about her and the rest of this Hokies team? Because this is uh, uh, Virginia Tech comes from a conference. They play some excellent women's basketball and though at least one of their powers shut it down this year still they've got some really good teams from that conference what do you what do you uh what do you think we should expect this evening well they they were eight and eight in the conference which uh you know wasn't bad not great but it is a tough conference they're 15 and nine on the year and you talk about kidley she's a six five sophomore and she likes to play uh, not just posting up with back to the basket. She likes to play facing the basket. She can hit the jumper. It's a little bit different from a lot of the post players that we've seen, especially in the Big 12. So and Queen Eggbo will start on her and, and uh, try to hold her down a little bit. She's uh, averaging 18.7 points per game and uh, more than 10 rebounds. First team all uh, ACC, second best scorer in that conference. And uh, so, uh, you know, she can play, but I don't know if they've seen much defense like like the Lady Bears' defense. And then the other thing that they do really well, they're pretty good at shooting the threes, especially uh, one of their guards, a 5'9 grad senior, Asia Shepard. She's also averaging more than 17 points per game. She's hit 85 three-pointers this year, and that's up there in the national rankings. To put mm. that in perspective, Lady Bears, their top three three-point getters, uh, Carrington, Andrews, and, uh, and Moon, don't have 80s, don't have as many threes as, uh, as Shepard has. Of course, the Lady Bears play a different kind of game. They play uh, outside in, you know, and, and a lot of post players. So you get the perimeter defense from Baylor, and you get the Egbo and Alyssa Smith on Kitley, you know, and hopefully that's a big recipe for success. I don't expect a 50-point win tonight, but I do think the Lady Bears are going to win. 
Bruce Geetson, um, and uh, will be on the call tonight, six o'clock, and you can hear him uh, on Shooter FM ninety two nine Shooter FM. You know, I love the other day though. You talked about Lady Bears do like to get it inside, and I like the way Queens. I mean, she's come on strong late in this season. She's added some more scoring, uh, which is helpful because I, you know, Bruce, you've seen these teams over the years. It, it's sort of in the DNA of this program to have these post players who can get it done. Now, Nalissa's a little different because she can slash and she can post up if she needs to, but she kind of likes to start from outside. So she's not your she, – it's not like, uh, uh, you know, what Lauren was doing and, you know, and some of the players over the years. I mean, it's just Kalani was great at it. And, and I love the presence that Queen has had lately. But the other day, Bruce, Moon getting cooking early – with a three, I mean, this is a, this is a young lady that came coming from. She was a prolific scorer in high school, and she doesn't take a ton of threes. But I thought, I mean, getting those three three pointers off early and connecting on those, uh, Bruce, that that's a different facet of the team. I know Bruce and boy Howler got mad at me recently when I said they didn't shoot it much from the outside, and Dejanay and Moon can certainly do that. But but I do love when they get going early from out there. How do you did, – did, did you find – did you have a similar thought, Bruce, when you see them connect early on a couple of those threes? Do you think – It's all about confidence. And uh, Moon, you know, told us when you get started like that and you hit one shot and you get some confidence, then she hit a second one and the confidence is really overflowing. And then she got the third one and, and I asked Coach Mulkey, I said, do you run plays early on for players to try to get that going? She said, it depends on the game. Sometimes she does, but the game situation can dictate that. But, and we've seen players hit a shot early on and then not make another basket, but that was good for Moon. She, her money shots, that 12 to 15-foot shot from around the free throw line coming around her screen. But when she hits those threes, that was a great sign. And Matt, when you think about it, that was her first start in an NCAA playoff game. And uh, she's got a career-high 24, and she made mm. made that payoff. So I think one of the keys to the Lady Bears' success in this, uh, in the, hopefully the next five games of this tournament is uh, either Moon or Dijonet, uh hitting some threes from outside and opening things up, getting some spacing inside. Uh, well, you, know, there's, it's a- you talked a little bit about Virginia Tech. There's, there's one stat in doing my research on them that stuck out at me, uh, that jumped at me, because – you know, you think, uh, how good are these guys really, and do you really know? But they beat North Carolina State. They played the North Carolina State three times and had a, a, a really close game twice. In fact, one time they beat North Carolina State when uh, they were unbeaten. And it was mm. the first time in uh, 44 games that that uh, Virginia Tech had uh, won a game against a top-four team. But North Carolina State, they went into overtime and in the extra five minutes, Virginia Tech scored 26 points in those five minutes. You put That's an NCAA record. You put that in perspective, if they did that over the course of an entire game, they'd score more than 200 points. And it's, it just tells you that they can light it up on, on yeah. offense if they get hot from the perimeter. So the perimeter defense is going to be a key tonight. Let's put Dee Dee on Shepard and kind of lock her down. And uh, and, and it, we, Baylor has a lot of, uh, as you know, uh, they, you know they have they have great uh, versatility on the perimeter. Uh, Bruce, just don't let anybody start any overrated chance, okay? This evening, Vic <laughs> <Okay>. uh, <laughs> <laughs> Schaefer hey, still upset for you, about that. Matt. 
Yeah. I got a question for you. Do you know okay. what a hokey is? Hmm. I, I used to, it's okay if I'm you a, don't because I didn't before today either. I looked it up. Yeah, uh, I always hokey, thought a hokey was a something. Bird. A bird, really? Yeah, it's actually a turkey type of turkey. And a long time ago, Virginia Tech used to be called the Gobblers. And they changed <laughs> it to uh, the Hokies. <laughs> they just thought the Hokies sounded so much better than the Gobblers. I like that. So, oh my God, that's good. That's good knowledge because yeah, I've always th- thought of them as the Hokies and never thought to look that up. What is a Hokie? But I'm glad you did it. So, do they have a mascot? Is it? Do they call it like the Hokie? What, what does their mascot look like? Do we know? It's the Hokie. It's the Hokie bird. It looks like a big, you know, uh, not big bird, but it's a big, a big, big bird. Uh, and I don't know. I guess in a, a cartoon type way, you could look at it as like a. Turkey, but they're very proud of it. Now they say Hokies are good Virginia Tech fans. That's their definition of a Hokie. So okay, they got, got a long you. tradition of uh, good sports, and I just I didn't know when I looked that up today, and I thought I wonder if Matt knows that. So <laughs> yeah, you were correct. And in, in most questions, that that would be the answer. Mosley does not know the answer to it, so uh, you you could stump me pretty easily, Bruce. But I uh, I appreciate it, buddy. And there's about two. I think there's at least two Buckies on your route from Waco. Uh, to San Antonio, so you're always right. in good stead there. I usually get the sharp cheddar, uh, get some of those sl- uh, pre-sliced sharp cheddar uh, uh, cheese, and then I'll put that with some summer sausage or some jerky. I like the teriyaki jersey or the bohemian jerky, and uh, and that really kind of keeps me going on a trip. Maybe get a big, old, big, huge Diet Coke, and uh, that's the way I get down the, the road. So, Bruce, that's, that's my advice to you. I'm taking notes there, man. all right bruce hey appreciate it great to have you on and uh, can't wait to hear you tonight tune in at 5 30 and then uh lady bears is seated second against virginia tech seated number seven uh sick and bears